Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Nay and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nay, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl, Nakai, and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, Love Ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. So just wanted to say happy birthday, grandfather, because today is your birthday. I know you're watching over me. Love you so much. Y'all, I'm just glad we made it to May because life has been lightning and it's just a lot. But although we're in May, it's about Mother's Day. It's about self-love, mental health. How do y'all show love to yourself? Like, have y'all shown love to yourself this week? And if so, how? I have definitely shown love to myself this week in that I've just been listening to what my body wants in the moment like this week that looked like instead of being productive like a busy little worker bee I laid on the couch and watched tv before work or getting myself some chocolate or making one of my favorite comfort meals yesterday well technically last night just kind of being in tune with my body and obeying what it's telling me it wants because the work is going to be there the work will be there whether I do it today the work will be there whether I do it tomorrow I mean deadlines are deadlines so I got to be respectable respectful of those but other than that just being in tune with myself and my body and what it wants and needs I've done some fun stuff for me this week I've gotten back into what I really enjoy doing which is like playing the sims so I've like I've taken some time to play the game with the new update and just really added that a little bit of joy back into my life and I I mean I played it all the time I've been playing it since it came out in like 99 or 2000 or something and I forgot how much I miss this game so I've been doing a little bit of that for myself so oh do you have the update with the like Real Housewives Jerry Spring ratchetness that looks really fun so the new update was infants and which is convenient because my sim had was pregnant but I didn't let her go into labor until the update came out I can play with all the new like baby stuff or whatever but I also have I've gotten into like modifications or what they call mods and custom content and I have a mod where all kinds of chaos happened so like my sim's husband also has like four other baby mamas somewhere and they just be it's a mess child (laughs) it's so it's so hysterical you can make them polyamorous you can make them jealous like it's just so much fun that there's so many different additions to the gameplay and I've just been like immersing myself in it. I love that you're getting back into the Sims because I remember you introducing me to that and I was like, wait, so you control these people? Like, that's 
matrixy, but kind of cool. And I know you used to be like literally at work on your break. What are you doing? Playing the Sims? I got to feed my family. Da, da, da. So happy that you are back into that because I know how much joy that brings you. And yeah, nay, I love that you're like, nah, I'm taking this time for me, sitting down, watching some TV just for me. Cause we know Miss Nay, you don't really watch a lot of TV. You'll be in a good book, but you don't really watch a lot of TV. So I love that. And for me, how I showed love to myself this week is, so I did a trip and with that, just understanding like how much I need water by me. And so how I showed myself self-love is like going to the ocean and literally just ocean or beach, um, but literally just sitting and being there and just listening to the, the waves crash and just being present in a different area or environment, if that makes sense. So yeah, they're shaking their heads, audience like, yes, it does. <laughs> But for our either or today, um, because we in Texas and we hot right now, um, we sweating from every part of our bodies. Because if you don't know about Texas heat, Texas heat is a different type of heat. So either or ladies, this is for a full year, a whole entire year, no matter where you go, only wear dresses or you can only wear pants. What are y'all picking? Well, like I have a lot of dresses. I like the idea of wearing dresses because they're cute and they're fun and they're easy and it's one piece of garment and that's your whole outfit. However, kind I'm probably going to pick the pants because leggings are life right now and I don't have to shave and the leggings with the pockets on the side is like game changer. So I am going to go with pants for a year. I'd be totally fine with that because I don't wear the dresses I have in my closet anyway, unless it's like a special occasion or if I'm in a very particular mood, which does not happen often. But I love a good dress though. So I'm about to say something that is going to be really on brand for me if you've been a long time listener you get it I'm gonna say dresses year round because the kitty cat gotta breathe like you can always put on some tights I have lease line tights but the the girly gotta breathe and I can't be wearing pants year round so it's dresses for me my answer was definitely dresses because for me I didn't think about that but that makes sense hoo-ha has to breathe for me it's more of like kind of uh Sunny D already tapped into it it's one garment I literally get up put it on and go but but also semantics matter, right? Because I'm like, oh, I could wear shorts under my dress. You know, it can be a very long dress. It can be a short dress. It can be a, you know, either or I'll have some little, I have variations that I could do. Um, but then, then I was thinking, I was like, oh man, but winter is coming. What does that look like wearing dresses? And you hit the nail on the hammer of like, oh, I can do some tights or some uh, cute leggings or something like that. Well, not leggings, but for me, it'll be like some tights or like the fishnets, you know, the cute stuff. And you'd be like, ooh, like if you wear a short skirt or like a short dress and then you see some women wearing those cute fishnets that are like what what kind of warmth are fishnets giving you no and they're cute though but you preface this with in the winter time yeah I can in the wear winter time fishnets. I can wear longer dresses like they can go to my foot <laughs> Versus in the summer, it's all short dresses, right? Okay. So ladies and gents, <laughs> welcome to our shenanigans. For our quote of the day, today's quote is, self-care is much more than a beauty regimen or an external thing you do. It has to start within your heart to know what you need to navigate your life. A pedicure doesn't last, but meditating every day does. That's by <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss. And we have some, my co-hosts are at Carrie shaking their hair. It's like, no, 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 no. I actually like this quote. I think this is an interesting 
interesting definition of self-care. I think self-care is like for your whole self, not just the outward, you know, spa days or nail days, which are very much needed and very much necessary, but being able to care for your mental self and for your physical self and for your spiritual self, like that is important also, if not more important. So I agree with this. I, I like this definition a lot. So I liked this definition until it says a pedicure doesn't last, but meditating every day does. As someone who will meditate for three days of the week and then fall off the wagon, meditating don't last for me. So other than that, that meditating probably lasts as much as that pedicure. For real, for real. Ooh, pedicure might last longer for me. I digress. I too think that self-care is about knowing what your body needs, being in tune with your body, listening to your body, and then giving it what it needs in order for it to reset or heal or be your best self. Hence how I show love this week. So other than that, I like the quote, but that meditating thing, nah. I like that because I think of like, when we think of meditating, we also think of like, you got to sit in the room. You're like, mm, or like the Tina turn on, numb your hand, you're going, I can't, I don't know the words that she said, but also like when we think about it, like, I like this one because I do agree, like self-care has to be internal. But when I think of pedicures, it's so funny. Cause I'm like, I don't know about y'all, but my pedicure paint, the paint on my feet after a pedicure, it doesn't come off. Like it lasts for like months. I don't know what is the difference between my hands and my feet, but it lasts a long time. But also I think of meditating of like, even when you are stressed and you just take that deep breath that resets you. So I like this quote. So I have a theory on this whole pedicure toenail polish situation. Cause I feel like I saw this somewhere on the socials not too long ago and somebody mentioned it or maybe it was in our chat I don't remember but it made me think so when you're getting a pedicure they do all of like the buffing and they do the filing and all that kind of stuff so now you have like the polish has something to stick to which is why it lasts as long and if you just paint your nails are you doing the same types of steps on your nails or are you just painting them because if not then it's just going to slip off in 45 minutes and then you're going to be looking crazy so that's my theory is there's all those steps that they do that feel nice and relaxing are specifically so your pedicure can actually last you a while. So I've recently started doing manicures or painting my nails again. And it is for that reason that I started scoring my nails before I paint them. Good to know. Good to know. See, everybody, we learn new things every single day because I didn't know none of this. I just know that it's just there. I don't know. But yeah. So as y'all can tell, we are talking about self-care this episode and self-love because yes, we are in mental health month, but also we have to realize like our mental health starts within, but the love that we give out, we can't give out until it starts within us. So we have to love ourselves so much that everyone else is just getting our overflow. Not everyone is taking all of what we have and then we are depleted and we we can't function because I'm giving everything to everybody, but I have nothing to give to me. And so we'll start off this ladies, uh, this episode today, ladies of like, when y'all think of me day, what does that mean to you? I think a me day is essentially that it's a day for me to do things that I want to do or to do nothing that I don't want to do. And it's not about neglecting or avoiding others, but it's that time I get to pour back into myself or revitalize or rejuvenate whatever it is that I seem to be missing or that's lacking or what have you. And with no regard to other people. And that's not, maybe that's selfish. And maybe in in this case, that's not a bad thing. 
I don't think. And I think the way people use the word selfish sometimes can be misconstrued, but it is a selfish day about me. It's about me. Damn it. If I want to sit and I want to play The Sims for 12 hours, then that's what I'll do. If I want to nap or read a book or do home manicures or pedicures, or if I want to cook a big meal for my family, if that's something that brings me joy, then that's about me. And that's totally fine. And y'all can have y'all's day. Everybody should have a me day. It's very important. But for me, that's what it is. It's doing things that bring me joy in whatever context that is. I like that. Um, Nay's over here pondering and thinking so hard. So while she's over here in her world, I really like that because you basically have given people permission of like, this is your me day. You do what you want with it versus it being an outline of like, well, if this is your me day, you have to like take yourself on a date. You have to go do this, get your nails done, pamper yourself, da, da, da. Versus like your me day is for you. Whatever you feel is that will make you happy or bring joy to you, do it. Whether that, if it is sitting on the couch, watching or binging a TV show, or like you said, playing The Sims for 12 hours. It's whatever brings you joy. For me, when I think of my me days, that's basically what it is. I like watching a movie and cuddled up with a really soft blanket. If y'all don't have one, y'all should get a heated blanket. Like those things are amazing. Like to be cuddled up in this heat, heated blanket and just watching a good movie. And if you just fall asleep, you fall asleep. So yeah. Hopefully your heated blanket don't malfunction because that is not a me day at that point. That is a safety risk. But, um, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, I think a me day is like I've been saying this whole episode and I'll probably continue to say, you just giving your body what it needs and really listening to what that is. And Nakai, I kind of want to reframe the whole idea of dating yourself because when you are dating another individual, your goal of the date should be to do what makes them happy. What, sorry, do what makes them happy and fulfill whatever they need they need in that moment in that experience so for my me days it is like I'm dating myself do I need time to work do I need time to show myself how bomb I am by going on a date with myself and going out to eat do I need to just give myself some grace and lay on the bed or on the couch and watch movies and eat chocolates like it is a date and a physical love letter to me of this is how I'm going to show you that you are worthy, you are capable, and I understand what it is you need. I am. I love the way you phrase that, but I really love, and I feel like this is a gem when you said it's a physical love letter. And that is so eloquently stated and put because it really is like this physical love letter to yourself. And I really think about that of like how we can write to everyone else or write love letters to everybody else. But have you ever taken the time to not just write a love letter to yourself, but like you said, a physical love letter of physically showing how much I love myself and how much I'm going to give to myself and how much I'm going to pour into myself, which however that looks like. But I really love that physical love letter to yourself. And audience, I'm going to challenge all y'all to do what Nay said. It's like really go on your own physical love letter and tell us what that looks like. Tell us what would you do? How would you um, frame it? Uh, Now, 
not frame it, but how would you like the activities you would do? So, yeah, I agree. I absolutely love that concept. And I've done, I've actually done an actual letter to myself, like actual sat down and wrote from one sunny D to future sunny D or whatever, but just a small notation of why I'm as badass as I am or the things that I am grateful for and really just celebrating me as a whole human being and as an evolving whole human being. And man, that is, it's such a powerful thing. And I don't do it often enough. It's definitely something I am going to do more of, you know, every quarter, once a year, something like that. Like it doesn't have to be on a regular basis, but to actually sit and write a note to yourself celebrating you is an incredibly powerful thing. And that's a beautiful love letter. I really love that. Seriously, that was a gem for real. Yeah, because think about it, ladies. Like we, and I preface this with the royal we, because I know some people don't do that. We are intentional with everybody else in our lives, in every other relationship in our lives. But how intentional are we truly with ourselves? Like you hear uh, somebody say, oh, me day, self-care day. And they do the cliche stuff like pedicures, manicures, and everything else. But how many times do we sit there and say, okay, self, what are you needing from me? Self, what are you screaming that you deserve, you desire from me in this moment? And take heed of that. So let's be more intentional with ourselves because how can we be intentional, truly intentional with other people if we can't? Those are some great questions. <laughs> what are you to really sit down and ask yourself, what do you need? Self, what do you need from me? Whether that is rest of like, hey, you've been going, going, going. And I know uh, Sunny D just got back from traveling of like, if you've been traveling, going, 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 you've been doing this and doing that. Now you're coming back and you're still going, going, going. What I need from you is to sleep. I need a day just to relax. I need a day to recoup. I need a day that, hey, I expended so much energy because maybe you're an introvert and you've expended so much energy and now you're depleted. So now you need to actually regroup in your solitude, right? And I love those questions because, and I'm going to say this for me, I have to really think like, how often do I really ask myself those questions? Like how often am I like, hey, I do have a, I have a couple hours I could do something for me, but do I really do it for me? Or do I end up putting work or something else or family in that time? Because I'm like, oh, I do have enough hours. I can go do something with my little sister. I can go do something with family versus asking myself, like, what do you need and what do you desire from me? Yeah. And conversely, sometimes your body tells you that you need to be more active. I think the three of us are not unicorns in this manner, but we are unique in that our default is to be a working power horse. (laughs) So our bodies often tell us, hey, chick, slow down. But sometimes your body might be telling you, no, you need to put it in fifth gear now. Like, no, I have all this built up energy. You need to take your butt to the gym. Like we have things that we need to shed or you need to be more on it. So sometimes your body ain't telling you to sit down. Sometimes your body is telling you, get your butt up and let's get working. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that leads in direct slash indirect way with hustle culture 
and how we are so conditioned to be productive and to get stuff done. There's only 24 hours in a day. And it's like, when am I taking that? Like, be for real. When am I actually supposed to take time to pour back into myself? If I'm doing all this other stuff for all of these other people, some of which I don't even like, when is the time that I'm supposed to set aside to do stuff for me? Like, be fucking for real. Yeah, that hustle culture will lead you to a quick, I shouldn't say that, but it could lead you to a quick death. You're putting so, because I think like, when I think of like self-love, me day, self-care is understanding how much stress you have on you and in your body. Because what we should know, but I don't want to assume that everybody knows this because it may not be public knowledge, is that stress is a silent killer. It will literally wear your organs and wear your body systems out to the point where you literally will be shut down permanently. So with that, like really understanding like how Sunny D said, like this hustle culture, we live in this world, but also understand how much hustle you can do and go as far as you can, but you need to at least be like, okay, hey, I'm creating a schedule where I have at least one physical love letter day to myself, or I'm creating a schedule where at least an hour a day I have meditating or I'm reading or I'm doing something just for me to decrease that stress level, especially if you're in corporate America or you're owning your own businesses and you're doing things so much, you have to still be able to go back and say, yo, as uh, Nate put those questions out earlier, like, what do I need right now? Like my brain is going, but what do I need? I know I got to feed my little ones, but what do I need? Have I even eaten today? It's like eight o'clock at night. Did I even have water? Did I have ice? Like what is going on? And what do I need to function right now? So with that, I do want to ask you ladies, like what does, is there a difference between self-love and self-care first? I think there is a difference, but I think it's a difference in self-love is how you feel about yourself and self-care is is the manifestation of that love. That makes sense. My thought was the application between the two are different. Like self-love is that internal work that you do with yourself and who you are and your being, your mentality, your heart, your spirit, all those things. And self-care is the action that actually supports that love of yourself. That's a good question. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, one or two of them come here and now. <laughs> I asked that because I, y'all, Nay, Sunny D just cracked up laughing, y'all. And Nay gave me a hard side eye. But I asked that question because that's something I've been wondering and pondering on of like, okay, we tell ourselves and we tell others, oh, you got to love yourself, girl, self-love, self-love. And then we'd be like, girl, do your self-care day. Girl, do your self-care day. But my question is, and I was thinking about this, like, well, what's different? And so I love both of y'all's definition because there is a difference because you can, and I think about this is when I went on my whole entire trip, is that you could engage in self-care activities, but still not love yourself. Does that make sense? Okay, their heads are bobbing up and down like uh, bobbleheads. Like, yep. So yeah, like, and when engage in self-care activities, but not love yourself. And so I think that's something that we really need to realize of like, I can do all the self-care in the world, but if I don't love myself, is that really helping or is that masking or putting tape on something that's deeper? Yeah, I feel like a lot of what is 
consider self-care is very surface level. You know, all the stuff you see on the socials, on the interwebs with other people is very cosmetic and it doesn't open the door to a lot of the actual deeper inner work that comes with it or that I think should come with it, which is why I think that the self-care is the actions to support the actual self-love. Otherwise, you're just going to get your nails done and maybe a wax and have a cupcake, but that's not doing anything for your like internal human person. I think the reason this question or this concept kind of leaves me pondering is because of the weight I put on self-care and the fact that I don't consider it just something frivolous of I'm just going to get my nails done because I'm going to get my nails done. I look at it as something deeper. So to me, I don't feel like you can truly engage in self-care without self-love because I hold it in such high regard and in such high esteem that just like a person, you can't care for me in the way I need to be cared for if you don't love me, even if it is the cafe version of love. So then that proposed or that sparked a question in my brain of like, so what does self-love look like to you? Self-love to me looks very much so like the Bible version of what love is. Self-love to me is being patient with myself, being kind to myself, holding no record of wrongdoing, giving myself grace, like always thinking the best of myself and even when I do fall short within that, loving myself enough to recognize my humanness. All of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And audience don't think I have this perfectly. This is the aspiration of how I want to show myself love. Because like I tell you, some days it don't look like that. <laughs> But this is the love that I aspire to love myself because this is also the level of love that I aspire to love others in. Yeah, that patience part. Work in progress. Girl, girl, she said something because baby. And be careful what you ask the ask for because if you ask God for patience, ha! The situations he set up, he petty, he petty, petty. That's why I quit asking for it. That's real. Both of them like, nah, we ain't asking for that no more. <laughs> we gonna keep moving. We gonna ask for everything else, but we're good on the patient side. I love that of like how you said, and Sunny, be correct me if I'm wrong. You said Corinthians 4 and 13 is the scripture. 1 and 13. First Corinthians. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter 13. <laughs> Y'all know, kind of know her Bible. She just don't know the address all the time. Don't front my good sis. Thank you. Thank you. And this is why I love my co-host. They be coming through. But I love that definition of like what self-love is, is that all of those, because if you can't give all of those to yourself, how do you give it to other people? And I think of self-love, again, y'all already know my favorite B word is boundaries. I think self-love is boundaries. For sure, for me, it's boundaries. <laughs> because it's like, I can't, if I don't know, where my boundary stops and start, then I'm allowing someone else to show me and tell me and define what self-love is for me versus understanding that, hey, this is my boundary and choose to cross it if you want to. It may not end well for you, but it's going to always be great for me. And I really believe like self-love is boundaries for me. Yeah, like respecting your space and making that a priority is... Um, 
100%, in my opinion, part of self-love. Because if you can't protect you, who, how do you expect somebody else to protect you? Like, you're the only you you got. Like, you got to protect it. Yeah, and I like that version of self-love being boundaries because my default is to be overly and hypercritical. <laughs> So without those boundaries, I will spiral with the quickness. So boundaries not only protect me, but it also gives some shape, some color, some context to my relationships with other people and where they're coming from. Because if not, it'd be a dark place in my head sometimes. That is a fact. Like for real, for real. And then honestly, learning these terms of giver and taker of like a taker is going to take no matter what, like that's their nature is to take, take, take. And if you don't have a boundary or I'm going to use boundary and self-love interchangeable for me. Um, If you don't have a boundary, you don't love yourself. Then people who are takers will take and take and take and take. And when you set that boundary, they get mad. And because they're like, well, you've been giving, 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 giving to me. So all of a sudden now are you stopping versus if you're a giver and your love language or not even love language, if you're just a giver and you give, 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 and you don't have a boundary of knowing when to stop giving, then you're always going to be depleted. And you're like, goodness, why am I always so tired? Or why this is going to manifest in physical? Why am I always so tired? Or why am I always this? Why do I not have energy for this? Because you're giving it away. Like you're giving it to the takers versus like saying, you know what? I'm not going to go out with you today. One, because I need to rest. And two, I just don't want to because no is a full complete sentence and I needs no explanation with that. So y'all, we talked about self-care a little bit earlier, but is there a difference between self-care and maintaining yourself? It doesn't make sense. Yes, it makes sense. And nope, there isn't a difference in my eyes. Sunny D is doing a deep thought, looking out, looking trying to figure out her thought process. The thought is coming. It's coming. It's there. You mentioned contemplative. I don't, I definitely think they can, they are interchangeable. I can't in this moment think of a difference. (laughs) That is my final answer. Okay. Well, I think like for me, I would say there's a slight difference because I think self-care for me, I think self-care is more so yes, doing activities that I really enjoy. And I think like maintaining yourself of like, it it depends because some people define self-care as like, yay, I'm going to get my nails done and pedicure. That's self-care for me. Um, But for Nakai, that's to me maintenance. And like, and I use the example, I get sugared. So sugared for me is maintenance. That's not something I enjoy because it's not the, (laughs) it can be painful. that's not something I like yay but I it's maintenance for me because it's something that's going to reoccur and I'm just going to keep doing it because that's maintenance that's hygiene for me but I also know like some people are like oh I get nails and pedicure done but that's for them self-care for me that's maintenance does that make sense so would that be like is that just like the surface physical actions equals the maintenance in the more internal spiritual mental work is actual self-care and I'm asking for clarity I guess you can define it how you want um <laughs> I say that because I'm trying to understand the question but from my understanding and please correct me and be like nah hell for that ain't that ain't what I asked <laughs> 
I guess what I'm trying, what I'll rephrase is that sounds like external work versus internal, correct? Okay. So it's a little bit of both because in my opinion, like for me, a self-care day would also could look like, depending on what I need for the day, me literally sitting down in a blanket watching TV. No, I don't have to do anything. I'm just there, but I will have my snacks. I always have snacks and ice, always. But that could be something that's a self-care for me that day. It could also look like me actually going to a lake or like really getting, again, how uh, Nate said early, getting out of your environment, going on a walk. For me, that's self-care too, because if I'm going on a walk, now my body, I have a full body experience, meaning now I'm out in the environment, I'm out in the sun, I'm walking, I'm giving my body what it needs. But also I, for me, when I go on walks, that's my time where I'm praying. That's the time where I'm talking, I'm thinking, I'm processing. So it could look both as self-care and then external of getting sugared. (laughs) I'm getting sugared or getting your nails done or pedicure. To me, that's more maintenance of the outer. I don't know if I explained that correctly. I felt like that was all over the place. No, I feel like you explained it. um, What you meant, it's just that to me, for me, the physical, the spiritual, the emotional, all of that encompasses how I care for myself and how I maintain myself. So me getting waxed, it's not enjoyable for me, but for what I want to go on down there and the way that I like down there to look and function, that is maintenance, but that is me caring for Miss Thang downstairs. I just want to point out that food is required in all self-care, self-love activities, food, cocktail, maybe some wine, some snacks. If I'm going to go through the pain of going to go get waxed, I'm going to go get a cupcake. Like it's a treat to my If I'm going to do all these things, I'm going to take this time to meditate or to write and be really introspective. I'm going to go get some nachos. Like they're, they come as a package deal. I love that. It's like, listen, we all, it comes as a package deal. Yes. Because you can't do one without the other. And if you have, ladies and gents, if you have an amazing friend like Nay, who is a mixologist and will create you an amazing drink, <laughs> you will get a cocktail with your self-care. Back to the studios. I mean, back to the podcast. Oh, definitely. Because you ain't about to come to my house and pour your heart out and we both be sober. Nope. Mm-mm. The Lord gonna come through these drunken lips. And if you pouring your heart, I feel like you need something to take the edge off. I love it. Cocktails with Nay. <laughs> so from what I'm hearing, ladies, it's, it's extremely important for self-care or me days or for to your physical mental health. Is that correct? Yes, they're both shaking their heads. Yes, okay. So with that, what do y'all need right now? Like what's your body telling you you need or desire right now? The amount that they both just took this deep breath. <laughs> to be like, let me figure that out. That's a good question. I guess while they go or think, so think I'm going to say for me, what I feel like my body is telling me I need is Pedialyte, water, (laughs) Pedialyte, water, and actually some uh, smoothie. To get back to my my normal me. And I say that, ladies and gents, because yesterday I did a um I went on a trip and I did an edible and I'm still feeling <laughs> feeling the <laughs> girl. I bet you did go on a trip in your favorite rocket ship. Oh, I did. I definitely did so many times. Anyway. <laughs> 
but yeah, I'm still feeling the um, consequences of that amazing decision today. So that's why I need pet, uh, Pedialyte water and some smoothies in my life right now. What about y'all too? Um, my body is telling me that I need a day to focus on getting the work done. Um, I had this conversation with Nakai just yesterday that there are so many things that I need to do to put myself on the best trajectory for the upcoming steps and transitions that I have coming in my life. And I'm going to be honest, it's hard to do that when you're solo parenting, when you're working, when you're filling all of these hats that I fully take accountability that I placed on myself. But if I had just a weekend from Friday to about Sunday night to just knock out all the work, I feel like myself could give a little bit more in other areas instead of having this work rain cloud over my head that is in turn coloring all my actions in every other aspect. I need a good bottle of wine and a writing session to sit and just release all sort of thoughts, creativity, stressors, just full on like writing session and a really, really good meal that I don't have to make or clean up after. Facts on that meal and no cleanup. Ooh. But tell me a little bit more about a writing session. I think this is the first time this term has been introduced to me or this phrase has been introduced to me. I like that have these writing sessions where I just I sit somewhere by myself whether that's in the bedroom whether that's in my office or whatever and I just write like whatever thoughts in whatever order no particular order no structure no really thought process aside from just thoughts that come to my mind just writing them out um, and that helps me to organize a lot of the thoughts in various subjects that are held in my mind at a single time because sometimes I don't even know sometimes listen sometimes I don't even know what's in there until it comes out on paper. I actually did it the other day, um, having a long conversation with my best friend about some stuff that she was going through and I suggested her to journal. And I was like, you know what? I haven't written in a while. So I sat and I actually did a little writing session and was kind of like smacked in the face with some of the stuff that came out because again, I didn't think about or second guess what I was writing. But then I went back and read it and a lot of some fears that I don't mentally acknowledge or like consciously acknowledge or written down. And I didn't realize it until after I'd written it. And that helps to bring about some of the stuff that is maybe stored and going on internally that I don't consciously hold in the forefront of my mind, but is absolutely living its best life in my subconscious. So every now and then I will sit and do a writing session like that. And I need to explore that again, for sure. You better do your shadow work. Man, listen, just honestly though, like just simply writing with no intention of where it goes or with what it is or where it starts or anything is really eye-opening to what thoughts, emotions, or feelings are being held like within your person. I suggest everybody do that, even if it's like five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever, for however long you want to do it, set a timer and just write whatever it is and see what shows up on that paper. See, when I was younger, I got burned by um, paper evidence. So I ain't writing nothing down because I got to protect the not so innocent. Yeah, I got, I have a very vivid memory of an ass woman because of written evidence of my uh, intrusive thoughts. 
Oh, the nosiness of parents. Uh, <laughs> okay. So Sunny D, you kind of led me into this. Uh, what is one thing, and you kind of said doing writing sessions, that each of you would actually tell someone that's in their 30s about the importance of like self-care and then someone who is in their 20s, who is just now learning like, oh, I'm an adult. Yay. But you still need to understand what self-care is. I think my thoughts for someone in their 20s is to enjoy the ride because it is a ride, but also pay attention to yourself and how maybe you respond in certain situations. Like that gut feeling is not gas, okay? Like that's a real emotion (laughs) that you're feeling you should probably pay attention to. You should definitely pay attention to. Um, That's your, what is it, your fight or flight? Just pay more attention to those feelings with certain people, certain situations and things like that. That speaks a lot about who you are as a person and how you respond in those situations and whether those things are good for you or not. So that's definitely something I would tell somebody in their 20s. Someone in their 30s is that feeling of change within yourself, things that you have always done or people that's always been in your life and you may be wanting or feeling like that doesn't add to your life. Like it's okay to let that go or let them go so that you can continue to take care of yourself and then in turn take care of those that you love and that love you. I would tell somebody in their 20s to do a deep dive on themselves. Like learn what makes you happy, um, critique and evaluate your thoughts, your beliefs, you know, see what serves you, what doesn't. And then when you get in your 30s or somebody in their 30s, I would say lean into the IDGAF-ness of your 30s. Like do what makes you happy. Be unapologetically your biggest advocate, cheerleader, supporter. And for those who aren't on the train, they can get gone. But I would tell them to fully embrace themselves so that they can give themselves what they need when they need it. And they'll know what it is. Because sometimes we ignore that voice that Sunny D be talking about, or that voice is so low because we haven't, you know, cultivated it, that it's less than a whisper. Dang, that's true. That is so true. For me, I would say for y'all youngins out there, I'm gonna give y'all the same advice I gave to my little one, is understand your boundaries. Like if you can learn your boundaries earlier in life, (laughs) so when y'all are in y'all 20s, learn, learn, learn learn your boundaries. And it goes back to what um, Sunny D and Nay were saying about that little voice. It will tell you like, if you're comfortable with this, it will tell you if this is a boundary, it will tell you if you're pushing my boundaries. And then side note, all I thought is like this cute little boy who's singing the boundary song. And he's like this little baby. And he's like, that's a boundary. Please stop. <laughs> so I love that. Y'all need to listen to that. Um, But in your thirties, I would say this is the time to implement those boundaries. Like you're 20, you can learn, have fun, be present. But 30s, it's time for you to implement these boundaries. We don't need to be going into 40s like, oh, well, this person is still take, take, take. Well, what did you learn? What are you doing? How are you implementing? So definitely implement those boundaries. And then for both 20 and 30s, I would say, understand that no is a complete sentence. You do not have to explain your no. You do not have to give anyone any additional information 
question of a no. If you ask me a question and my complete thought is no, that's it. If someone is like asking, well, why did you say that? Da, 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 da. They have just crossed your boundary and now they're probing for information because they didn't like your answer. No is a complete sentence. No is a complete statement. And no is perfectly fine to say at any given time. Now, if you're telling no to your mama and you got a black mama, I don't know how long you're going to live too long. But if you in your 20s, I don't know, but 30s, you, you can get away with saying no to your mom a little bit nicer <laughs> in a different way. But your 20s, I don't know. But um, those will be my things to tell y'all on this adulting journey that we have. So with that, we have talked about the beauty and the importance of self-love, loving yourself so much that you are overly, everyone else gets your overflow and understanding your self-worth and understanding your self-belief. And so with that, we have a word from our sponsor. Hey, beautifuls. This message is brought to you by The Grass is Greener on the Other Side, where we help women who have anger, sadness, and shame from being cheated on learn how to heal and take their power back so they can regain confidence, restore their peace, and attract the life of their dreams. We can be found on IG at Brianna underscore Latrice. That's spelled B-R-I-A-I-N-A underscore L-A-T-R-I-C-E. And for all of the Where's My Blueprint podcast listeners, we're offering free 15-minute discovery calls. So if you're ready to regain and restore that self-love, self-worth, and self-belief back in yourself, shoot me a DM for a free discovery call today. Because my motto is, honey, leave that cheater and find your peace. See you on the call. And so now we are going to transition into our next segment, which is Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting. So y'all, I really like this lady. There is a mom that quit her six-figure job and partners with her 11-year-old daughter to launch a self-care retreat. This is so freaking awesome. Why? Because Dr. Dickerson appeared monthly on Instagram Live with Black Parent Magazine to discuss ways to reduce stress and strategies to help women and their children with anxiety and stress-related issues. She is also the creator of the Big Easy Retreat that aims to help women take a deeper dive into their lives by exploring self-discovery, gaining clarity, and reducing stress because we already know stress is a silent killer. Um, this half-day retreat will provide attendants with transparency, strategies, and techniques on how to create the best version of themselves. Cool thing is that it's the Big Easy Retreat is in New Orleans, Louisiana um, during the biggest time ever, which is Essence Music Festival Weekend. And if y'all haven't been, y'all need to go. We over here trying to go to, so if y'all want to sponsor us to go to Essence Fest. We will love that. Thank you. But the Big Easy Retreat uh, meets is in Essence Fest and it meets women from all walks of life, from all around the world. Um, Dr. Dixon is determined to assist women on their journey to exploring who they are to help them under uncover their authentic self. She is also the CEO of Dick Dickerson Management and Associates, which is a consulting firm that provides services such as coaching, training, consulting. But the cool thing about this is that Dr. Dickerson created the retreat to help 
educate women on how to take care of themselves and remove the badge of honor around being called quote unquote superwoman. And so she continues, sorry, she comments for us to continue or for us to move forward and live productive lives, we must get past the brokenness so we can experience the breakthroughs. We are all human and we all make mistakes, but we must not allow our mistakes to define who we are. Um, But this is cool because even in this whole entire craziness, she's doing this with her daughter. And I think having your daughter who is 11 understand the beauty of self-care, the importance of self-care is amazing. I think it's dope that she put together this retreat. I think it's especially dope that she's doing it with her daughter, which makes me think that there is some like kid-friendly or kid version of this. I think a lot of times we don't start to think about self-care and all that it encompasses until we reach adulthood. So to train the next generation on recognizing what that is and what that means to them at an early age is phenomenal. Yeah, I second that. I love just being able to create something, bring your daughter along because she's watching. You know, kids are observant and she can see how important it is to not only take care of self in the physical form, but the like emotional work and the mental work that goes into that as well. Um, I'm definitely curious as to like what exercises and activities the retreat has that someone as young as her daughter can also like like, uh, implement into her little life. But I love any sort of activity or something that revolves around supporting one another as we learn how to take better care of ourselves, especially as women, especially as Black women. This is just so, it's so incredibly dope. Like I remember the retreat that Nakai and I did and the trap yoga that we did and the introspective artwork and just being out in some random city in Texas and just like spending time with each other and really having those activities was a lot of fun. And I can imagine that the participants that go to this retreat really truly enjoy it especially with that type of weekend that sounds like a lot though I ain't gonna lie I feel like there's a lot going on how are you gonna take time to like be quiet and like reflect when people got hurricanes and they walking around the street I don't know it's interesting but I'm glad for it listen I'm here for it I'm not mad girl that'll be the best time because you know those hurricanes sneak up on you and all those what is it uh sober drunken words or sober thoughts so uh when you doing this retreat and you got like three or four sour punches or hurricanes in you, you'll be like, you know what? This is my problem. <laughs> you know, everything is going to come out. Um, but yeah, I love this also because y'all both hit on the points of like learning self-care early helps so much um, later in life. And like understanding, like if you have the opportunity to go to this retreat, I say do it. If you have an opportunity to do a retreat or like Sunny D said, we did a retreat just for our friends. And so if y'all have that opportunity to even try to create one just for your friend group, do it because it really is impactful, but also um, insightful of like, man, you really, and I think somebody said this in another episode of like, there's nothing like a black woman sisterhood and there's nothing like a black woman cheering you on. And so um, with that, we're going to let y'all go. But before we let y'all go, it's always an affirmation at the end. And today's affirmation. 
affirmation is I want y'all to like look into the mirror. If you don't have a mirror, everybody got their phone on them. Turn that camera on, do your little selfie, but look at yourself while you're saying this affirmation. And it is, dang, I love myself. From my thick thighs that touch to my big booty that claps. I love my eyes, my smile, and my skin. I love me outside and within. I love myself so much that I am so full of myself. Girl, we are exceptionally made. Every cell I love and maintain. And I want y'all to say that over and over and over to yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror while y'all getting up to get ready. And you can play it to the, uh, you can say it to the beat because this is what I was thinking of, the song of, oh my mama, uh, oh my hood. I look fly, yeah, I look good. Touch my sweat, bitch, which you could. I look fly, hey, get it, hey, get it, hey. And with that, here we go. So guys, you know, we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too, at, to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know, we keep it popping hot over here, email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at whereismyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at whereismyblueprintpod.com. And so thank you, Nate. So with that, uh, y'all can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon, Google Podcasts. Uh, check out all of Nate's saves at the blog of where'smyblueprintpod.com, where'smyblueprintpod.com. And with that, we want to say thank y'all for listening and hanging with us. We are over and out. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>